This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, what's happening? Welcome back. How are you feeling? Happy Halloween. What's How going on? How are you on? feeling? Happy you Halloween. sound a bit uh, groggy or like, you know, nasally. You mean uh, raspy? Chest, chesty. You sound a bit chesty. It's that time of year. I know it is. It really is. And and this very day last year. Is when you got the flu? Is when, No, I didn't get the flu. I just got a really nasty head cold. And then I woke up this morning with a little sore throat. And I'm like, mm. Well, it's right on time. It is. All <laughs> tricks, no treats for you, Jeff. Yeah, I guess so. Tim, you missed it. I was telling Jeff, because it's going to be a little bit cold today for Halloween. I was telling him, I was like, we already went to like a trunk retreat and we had the school party and we had the dance party and we have so much candy that I'm like, if we don't make it door to door, I think we're going to be we're good. We're going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. So much candy. Mm-hmm. So we got a bunch of stuff to get you caught up on this morning. Uh, Jen's running a little late. She'll be in around 630 or so. Uh, meanwhile, the Friends cast has issued a statement on Matthew Perry's death. Uh, we'll give the lowdown on that. And uh, also, did Justin Timberlake leave the country to escape the wrath of Britney fans? Mm. Uh, those stories and a handful of other things coming up straight. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Matthew Perry. Yeah, we heard yesterday from all of the Friends co-stars. They actually released a joint statement, and here's what they had to say. They said, we are so utterly devastated by the loss of Matthew. We were more than just castmates. We are a family. There is no, there is so much to say, but right now we're going to take a moment to grieve and process this unfathomable loss. It's time. In time, we will say more and when we are able to. I know it makes me choked up to just think about it. Yeah, it's they just, took a few days to... Yeah. Craft that. Well, yeah. And that, I mean, and I think about it like, you know, 
like us. Like we are together all the time, every single day. We see each other more than we see our families. Whether we and like I, it or not. Right, but I'm sure that's exactly how they were on that cast, you know? And when they got together and they did that big reunion show with everyone, it was like they didn't miss a beat. And they don't just say they're a family. They function as a family. Yes. You know, like they took the time to each check in with each other and, approve, you know, sign off on this and... Mm-hmm. Well, and also, like, I mean, they ha- they would hang out all the time. Like, you know, Jennifer Aniston always had the the cast over her house, and they're just, I don't know, they're just, it makes me sad. Right. Uh, it says, for now, our thoughts and our love are with Maddie's family, his friends, and everyone who loved him around the world. And then the message was signed by the remaining Friends cast, all five friends. Uh, David Schwimmer was spotted yesterday in Manhattan. He was trying to hide a little bit, though. He had a baseball hat on and a face mask, but, of course, the paparazzi caught up with him. Which is the other thing that I found really sad about this as I was like going through TMZ yesterday is that they have all these pictures of like Matthew's mom and his stepdad, Keith Morrison. Isn't that his name, Keith Morrison? Um, Who's this, his father? That's his stepdad. Oh, I have no idea. Matthew Perry's, yeah. The guy that does all the Dateline stuff. Oh, that's his stepdad? Yeah, that's his stepdad. I didn't didn't know know that. that. Yeah, so they have all these pictures of them like arriving at the house and it's just like, leave those people alone. You know what I mean? Like. Take a step back. So we are hearing more details about Matthew's death. The L.A. Times uh, are saying Matthew was discovered underwater in his hot tub by a bystander who called 911, who I guess we're assuming is maybe a neighbor. That's what I thought. I mean, that that backyard's pretty enclosed. Mm-hmm. So how yeah. a bystander walking by on the street would see that. I don't unless know. Unless it was a neighbor. That's what I was thinking. We're hearing that that person actually repositions Matthew's head uh, to pull it out of the water, but by that time he had already passed. Uh, we're hearing the autopsy was done, but it could take up to six weeks to get the toxicology reports back. Right. Yeah, I know it's just sad. I guess in the in the months leading up to his death, Matthew was in the process of starting a foundation to help people suffering from substance abuse. He had talked about that with a, a few people, I guess, so still kind of in the planning stages, uh, really didn't get off the ground, but... Uh, Matthew's memoir, as you can imagine, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, rocketed to number one on Amazon following his death. And TBS is doing a Best of Chandler Friends marathon starting Wednesday and running through Sunday. They run Friends all the time anyway. Like, we still have cable, so when, you know, we don't have anything on, we'll turn that on in the background. Right. Um, Matthew's Fool's Rush In co-star Salma Hayek posted some pictures and said, quote, I will continue to cherish your silliness, your perseverance, and your lovely heart. Farewell, sweet Matthew. We will never forget you. We're going to take a break here, and when we come back, what's it like when Britney Spears gets pulled over (laughs) for speeding? Yeah, she got uh, pulled over. We got the... uh, the body cam audio of that. And did Justin really flee the country to escape the wrath of her fan? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I thought the registration. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Patient was in the glove compartment. I swear I put it in yeah. there. I just renewed it. Yeah. I don't I think I might have not had my insurance once, but I've always had my license. But uh it's ex- it says it's expired, but I renewed it. So it's the same policy. Right. This is me trying to explain my sure. way out of this. Anyway, let's see if your situation ended like it did for Britney Spears. California Highway Patrol released body cam footage of Brittany being pulled over for speeding near her home in Southern California. You're speeding. Let me get your license, registration, insurance. Um, my license actually is um, with my security at home. And uh-huh. I don't have it with me right now at this moment. I'm so sorry, but it's like 10 minutes away. Um, you're going 60 and it's like a 45. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Please forgive me. Can I get your registration, insurance? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> my, all my information is at my house. Okay. I stopped you before out here for speeding. I gave you a break last time. So I'm going to write you a fix-it ticket for the license and then not having proof of insurance. I'm guessing you do have insurance, but you need to have it in the vehicle or accessible. So if you get in a car crash, you can exchange it. Just sign in the red box by signing or not admitting to anything. I'm going to give you a warning for speeding, by the way. Or have your assistant take care of it. Please slow down out here. This is the second time, okay? Yeah, so that's when she was pulled over on September 10th. Uh, the cop actually took the time to get on the phone with Brittany's assistant to find out her insurance info. And the fine was like $1,100. Wow. She can afford it. Yeah, she but, paid it instantly. But keep in mind, she got off on the speeding. Yeah. Uh, but then less than a month after getting pulled over for speeding, she got pulled over again. This time for driving over the yellow line. And... Uh, I guess that wasn't the only yellow that was on her mind. My house is right there. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, pass on the double yellows. You can't do that. I'm so sorry. Do you have your license? My security at my house has my passport and my driver's license. Okay, okay. You haven't gotten your license yet? I stopped you a few weeks ago. I'm sorry. Okay, um, do you know you can't pass on the double yellows? It's about to come out right now. I'm so sorry. Okay, um, (laughs) do you have any, like, photo ID or anything with your name on it? I I know who you are, but... um, Okay. Do you know the zip code by any chance? No. Okay, I'll look it up real quick. Oh I just want you to know that I'm not out here trying to pull you over. I'm out here looking for people speeding and passing over the double yellows, okay? I'm just looking up the zip code. Uh, oh, God. 90210. He's so patient. <laughs> He's so patient. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that has to... Well, he knows that this, this video is going to be... Real, mm-hmm. That it's going to get out, so... Right. He doesn't want to look like a D, but... Well, yeah, and, you know, some of those streets, especially, like, you and I take a drive up there one time, and those streets are narrow. Yeah, yeah. like, they're super curvy, and, like, you can't... Excessive speed's not safe in that particular neighborhood. And they're thin, because, like, some of them you can park on both sides. Right. It's, like, really, like, narrow. Yeah, where you don't have those, like, breakdown lanes or areas where you can pull off if somebody's, Mm -hmm. like, on your tail. If something happens... But uh, anyway, fine for that, $327. Also, and did she say that she had to TT? She had to TT. She had to TT. Yeah, I'll play it again for you. <laughs> she 
fucking yeah. TT. Jesus. We have to go potty at our house, I, so I, I get it. I have to TT. Hi, I'm six. Yeah. Also, stop driving without your license. Uh, but, you know, that's something she talks a lot about in the book, is that when she was under the conservatorship, they would not allow her to drive. So she, right, because she was so heavily medicated, and you shouldn't drive under the medication well, she, she was, was on. She was so excited to actually be able to just get in her car and drive whenever she wants. Now she's just hmm. driving all the time. Well, I wonder if Justin Timberlake fled the country to escape the wrath of Britney's fans. Well, that is the rumor. He's been uh, he was seen arriving in Cabo for a family vacation. It's his first public sighting since the book came out. She dropped bombshells about their relationship, including how he supposedly made her get an abortion. And if you remember, Justin recently disabled comments on his Instagram account because of the hateful things people were saying to him. So considering the timing of all of it, it wouldn't be too surprising if he wanted to get his family away from any drama. It might just be pure coincidence, but... Yeah, it's probably not. just pure coincidence. Mm-hmm. I'd be getting out of town mm-hmm. if I were him. Yeah. I know. That's mm-hmm. inter- I mean, it was so... It's just... It was so long ago. It's how, it, oh, I'm know? so with you on that. Like, like he's got to be in his mind thinking, God almighty, like, I just, can we just move on? <laughs> like, I, I get that you needed to do this for you, but like, you know, now I'm in it. Well, you again, know, I don't, yeah, I don't feel bad. I, I think it's fine that she wrote the book. I have no issue about her spilling all the beans. What I have issue with is people getting mad at him now. And giving him a hard time about it now. The lack of Agreed. compassion for... He was, what, 19, 18 years old? Right. You know? Yeah, we were all stupid back then. Yeah. But I think we're the reason... Stupid. But the reason I think... Yeah, Brittany, people calling him out were stupid back yes, then, too. Yes, no kidding. But I think Britney fans are mad because he just let her time and time and time again take the fall for so many things. Twist in the wind. And I feel like that's why. I mean, in my opinion, after hearing her side of it, I think people... But also, should we yell at him for something that happened 30 years ago or whatever it is? It would be nice for him to come out and And say say something. something. Say, you know... I was dumb. I was a dumb kid. You know, if I knew... Then what I know now, I'm, I would have done things differently. I apologize for any pain that I caused. I was listening to the record label. Something. I was trying to be. You know, I, that had to have been a big part of it. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I was just doing oh, what the label sure. told me, man. Exactly. I'm like, I wasn't in control of most of that know. stuff. Right. And I feel like that's what he would say, you know, as a fan of Justin as well. And for I'm, the things that I was arguably in control of, I was immature and didn't have the you know, the skills, the coping skills to handle them in a more right. mature, effective manner. Are you listening to Jeff, Justin? That's right. Is Let's... this thing on? Just say anything that Jeff <laughs> Take just said. Take some notes. That was good. But that would be, I mean, that would be cool for him to do. Yeah, right. I agree. Plus, I think this the crazy thing for Justin is, like, he's a dad now. And, you know, someday his kids are probably going to get wind of all of this. And that's mm-hmm. going to be a hard discussion. And I think if he was like, but look, this is what happened. I apologized for it. Ta-da. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I think there's a certain amount of understanding, though, that like if you level with your kids, your kids will have for you. If if you just, you know, if you don't lie to Way him, lie to them and you take responsibility for those things. And yeah. I remember when Carrie, actress Carrie Fisher was still alive. You know, her parents, Debbie Reynolds and Eddie Fisher, I mean, they were infamous for their 
Hollywood antics and cheating and mm-hmm. relationships and just, you know. All kinds of, all the stuff. Bad stuff. Right. And, um, you know, she got it to a certain extent. Yeah. She was too busy coping with her own issues, you know. Yeah. Aren't we all? By the way, it's already time for Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop Holiday Yay. Gift Guide. It's one of my favorites. I have it pulled up. <laughs> See what we've got this year. Rich has picked some special things out for you, Jen. One of them's 15 G's. Oh, God, that one. Now, for $15,000. That's it? It's a 6.8 inch 24 karat gold G spot vibrator. How about that? Oh, it's because it's gold. That's why it's so expensive. I mean, is what it would better? it be if it was just you know like a really good plastic, just average, every high grade plastic, or silicone, or silicone or something? Yeah. Is it better for you and your body if it's made of gold? Like, does it help with anything? Or well, hopefully you're not allergic. Yeah, see, that's probably that it's totally a- hypoallergenic if it's gold. Yeah, uh, champagne saver, Jen. You need a champagne oh, saver. Oh well, who doesn't? That's a little more affordable. That's two hundred dollars. So oh, it's that yeah. little sword that you open champagne bottles with. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's see, Louis Vuitton baby wardrobe trunk for seventy three grand. What seventy three grand? Uh. Yeah. No. No, thank you. Okay. I'm on the Goop website. Where's the holiday? Oh, you just it's it pops up right away. It's the what's new? And no, it's goop.com slash gift guide. You don't have that. Okay. I've clicked. I clicked on the gifts that are under one hundred dollars because that's more into my element there. Uh, Tim would like the Hermes doghouse for one thousand oh, nine hundred twenty-five dollars. Yeah. You know me and Hermes. They have that at Kohl's, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can use Kohl's cash. Yes. Think of the Kohl's cash you'll get if you yeah. buy that. Uh, Jan would like nine escargot picks in a translucent glass snail holder. See, I already found something for you, Jeff. There oh, yeah? is a microwavable black truffle b- popcorn set. Oh, that would be You get fun. three bags for 15 bucks. Now, How that is up that? our alley. There That's you go. Great. Most of the gifts under $100 are um, like beauty-esque, I would say. You know, like face peels and lip gloss and, you know, lip balm, lotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got options. There are a lot of options. A lot of things here. Are, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll be able to find something. Nothing's really Here's jumping Birkenstocks, out. Birkenstocks. Some plastic red Birkenstocks. I don't really see affordable. any um, exotic uh, candle scents, Jen. Oh, that's unfortunate because those were always nice. Snow on fire is one of the candle scents, but nothing really. Dirty you know. Santa. There's a Dirty Santa blend of hickory wood smoke and pine spiked with warm clove is seductive and a touch submersive. Mm. Hey. I don't know I, that I want Dirty Santa in you my house. You don't want Dirty Santa? <laughs> I don't want my house to smell like I Dirty Santa. I prefer to remember him, you know, as he was. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Smelling like bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. That's funny. Ooh, there's a gong. Yeah, um, I've been wanting a gong for my house. This one's just too grand. It's right up your alley. There we go. Put that on my list. All right, so is Taylor Swift just having a good time with Travis Kelsey, or is she moving way too fast? Well, her friend Selena Gomez thinks she needs to calm down. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Selena thinks Taylor's going to games and gallivanting through New York immediately after just meeting Travis is something like that is very unlike her. Hmm. 
She says, historically, Taylor's always been super private about everything. And now with this relationship, she's so open about it that it's just very odd for yeah. Selena. I think we all agree with that. Selena has even turned down invites to Chiefs games because she doesn't want to be part of the media frenzy. Ooh. I know it. The girls from Haim, who are also part of Taylor's squad, reportedly feel the same way. Oh, wow. Now, supposedly there's no feud here, and it's not that the girls don't like Taylor and Travis. They just think that the way Taylor is navigating the relationship is kind of odd. I agree with this 100%. Yeah, the Heim girls don't. They're not ones who I think would, like, approve of the Travis Kelsey type. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. See, that's why I think this is either very, very real, because she's Do- doing it She's just going with it. She's so in love that she's everywhere. Or, yeah, or it's just absolutely complete PR Fabrication. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, his family, I was reading this morning that his family was like, this is totally out of control. Like, as far as the fans are concerned, her fans coming in, like, Mm -hmm. they just think that it's so over the top. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't go, well, that one interview with the mom, I really got the feeling mom was not a fan. Of Taylor, maybe she's just not a fan of the experience, the whole thing, of all of it. yeah, like yeah, you the know, silliness of it, right? Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's your latest e news. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to the Syndicate's New Year's Eve party. You got to start thinking about that. Yeah, it's uh. Not surprisingly, Sunday, December thirty first on New Year's Eve, Rusty Griswolds will be there. Uh, DJ Chandler McFadden and Yay! Gangsters Dueling Piano Bar and more. Fine. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You'll never eat food after a fly lands on it after hearing this. Oh, God. Later. Oh, really? I'm save it for later. It'll give you some time to eat your breakfast. Okay. Then we'll come back to this. This is really disturbing me because I have a fly in my house right now that just is living its best life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I had a bee in the house. You did. And, uh, you know, it looked like he wasn't really very active. You think he was at his end of days? Yeah, and I... He was slowing down. Like, well, I don't know what I... Do I just leave you here, or do, do you want to go you outside? Do outside, or do you want to die Or is that just... Or... Is that going to end you if I put you outside? Oh, I don't know. Well, I put it outside. You caught it and put it outside? Yeah, I didn't even need to catch it. I just took, like, a little pencil, and he just climbed on top really? of it, and then I just placed Aww. him outside on the flower pot. And... Yeah. Aww, Did you go nice back to check you. later to see if he was still there? No. No, no. I but do then, that sometimes. I was at my uh, our parents' house, and there was a bee sitting on my trunk. You think that was the same one? Hitched a ride. I thought about it. Was looking to move on up. Well, 
I just left it alone, got in the car, drove home, pulled into the garage. Same damn beef sitting on the trunk. Wow. (laughs) So I went and I got a pencil and I put them on that same flower pot. Uh I didn't see the other guy. Maybe that was him. It might have been. (laughs) It's like, take me with you. Uh, We need our bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Halloween, so here's a trick-or-treat bag of random holiday-related stuff. Um, National Retail Federation says that 73% of Americans are celebrating Halloween somehow, some way, with the average person spending about 100 bucks, whether it whether it be costumes or candy or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, the National Confectioners Association claims almost all of us who welcome trick-or-treaters will hand out candies and chocolates. The other 2%, I assume, will hand out cupcakes or yeah. cookies or... Toys. Yeah. Popcorn balls. Pencils. Yeah, my mom handed out the cookies. They were a hit. Donuts. Oh. Yeah, she's the cookie house. Get the leftovers in here tomorrow, sis. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think there are any, but if oh, there are, man. I'll bring them. <laughs> yeah. I already told Jeff this morning, I have a ton of Halloween candy I'll be bringing in once we go through the masses. You know, the stuff we won't eat. Sure. So, we're starting to see this more and more often. A third, more than a third of parents think that 13 or 14 years old is old enough to trick-or-treat alone. 13 or 14. But several cities in America have laws banning teenagers from trick-or-treating now. Oh, wow. Why? Chesapeake, Virginia. Jackson Banning it? Banning it for teenagers. Why? Why? Stop doing Why? that. If that's the... If Just like, don't. Yes. They're I mean, probably they're... the same people that are saying... There's nothing for kids to do these days. They just get in trouble. Well, here's something for them to do. And, of course, I immediately go to the disability community. I mean, you, please, if you have a 15-year-old with an intellectual disability, you let them trick-or-treat. Why? Just let everybody trick-or-treat. Exactly. Just who cares? They could be playing video games. It's candy. Give them, just give them the candy. And they're walking. God. (laughs) The bands are in effect in Chesapeake, Virginia, Jacksonville, Illinois, and Rain, Louisiana. Well, that's dumb. Uh, in Chesapeake, kids over the age of 14 who trick-or-treat could be found guilty of a misdemeanor. For stealing candy. I can't. For trick-or-treating. That's ridiculous. For being too old to trick-or-treat. What's the matter? Is this it, it, just a bunch of old people live in these places and they just are grumpy and they don't want to spend the money on candy? Then turn your light off. <laughs> and don't answer the door. <laughs> Maybe they've had some vandalism or something. Uh, uh, and Fox News is warning people that Halloween candy can really wreak havoc on your skin. They say the average American consumes three and a half pounds of candy on Halloween alone. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Isn't that wild? That's so a easy to do. ton of candy. I can tell you the skin thing is true, though, because we went to Trunk or Treat, and of course I was like, all right, I'll eat some candy with you. And I have a pimple here above my lip and one right below. I have one here yeah. and one it here. It takes like no time. And that's from literally just eating candy this weekend. Yeah, the excess intake of sugar can result in inflammation of the skin, yep. which can cause acne or eczema to flare up. Yeah, rosacea up here at the top, yep. kids. I it got don't it all. take much. No more candy. So, well, sugar's just so inflammatory; it can screw up everything. But it's so good. Right. <laughs> it's my final vice. Enjoy with knowledge. Yeah. No, you're killing yourself. Right. <laughs> Be at peace with it. Yeah, <laughs> accept it.
In a new survey, more than half Americans say they believe screaming positively affects their health. Perfect time of year to do it. More than half of millennials say the louder they scream, the better they feel afterward. Mm. It's like a thing. Mm -hmm. Older adults don't necessarily agree with that, with most saying they don't like screaming loudly. But despite the relief, only 10% of people say they scream at least once a week. That's uh, a release. Women are more likely to say they scream out of fear, while men are more likely to scream out of pain. Yeah. And there's some science behind screaming being healthy, with psychiatrists saying that screaming actually releases positive chemicals in your brain, and it can have cathartic effects that reduce stress. Wow. Other experts say there's not enough evidence that screaming provides long-term mental health benefits, but if it makes you feel Feels better good in the, the moment, moment, you bet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like throwing axes or beating the daylight out of a pillow or you know, any of that stuff. Right. Okay. I got the fly story for you. Okay. Oh, no. We're going to hit the fly story. All right. When you're eating outdoors and a fly lands on your food, what do you do? You go, shoo, shoo, shoo. you just shoo it away. Right. You you do what we all do. We brush it away and we go right back to eating. So I, when I was a kid, I remember it being like a thing. And I don't know if this is where your story's going or not. But they said that every time a fly lands, it would poop. Like, I remember, like, believing that when I was a kid. And so now I'm wondering <laughs> if that's really true or not. I don't know. Well, hold that thought. <laughs> because I've always thought, you know, they're. It's they're probably leaving a little something behind, but uh, yeah. you know it's probably not going to kill me. Probably be fine. That's why we have immune systems, right? Sure. Turns out that within the first few seconds of a fly landing on your food, it starts vomiting digestive fluid on Ow. it. Oh, now why would it do that? Because the fly is trying to get it soggy enough that it, it can, can slurp it. it up, since the fly does not have teeth. Oh. My okay, digestive that's fluid is working right. right now. That's you're right. Flies are not exactly sanitary bugs. You know they how, sit on poop. You see them flying around, buzzing around manure. They love poop. And they're slurping that up too. Oh, Jesus. God. So puking manure on your food. When a fly throws up on your food, oh. even though it's a tiny amount, they could be spreading dangerous bacteria onto it, including salmonella and E. coli. Now, not every fly is going to contaminate your food, but the the point is they could. And babies, elderly people, and people with weaker immune systems are most susceptible to that. Oh, my gosh. So Mm. when you eat outside, uh, they warn, keep the area trash-free because it's the trash that attracts the flies. And when possible, use those citronella candles or some other... Mm. Effective Ugh. repellent of your choice. Ugh. Yeah. This is disgusting. It is. Bon appetit. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Odd. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Three is looking for a second date update this morning, and we're going to do our best to get it done. Get her done. Hi, Audrey. Hi, guys. It's really great to talk to you. You too. Great to talk to you. So tell us about Hunter. How'd that all start? Well, I'm honestly hoping you can get me a boyfriend with this call. (laughs) She wants more than a second date. She wants a boyfriend. So are we. We're hoping the same. Well, I just had the best date with this guy. And I honestly felt so connected to him. And we laughed and laughed basically, basically the whole date. I met him on Hinge. And we went to lunch, which was a nice option a little day date Mm -hmm. and we were there for about two hours i would say and we talked the entire time there was no awkward silences it was great Mm -hmm. we talked about work and family and friends and you know like where we like to go on vacation and what we like to do for fun and you know all the basic stuff Mm -hmm. we just seemed to have a lot in common and I thought he was super cute (laughs) and I could totally see myself having a physical relationship with him wink wink nudge nudge yeah you know what I mean doesn't hurt yeah yeah I mean sometimes you just (laughs) spot somebody on the street and think I could (laughs) that I bet they're awesome sometimes (laughs) yeah all the time (laughs) yeah there was there was a definite attraction there and I really thought that he was feeling it too. You know, he was definitely flirting with me. When we left, I told him it was really great to meet him and that I was excited to see where things went. And he was like, yeah, me too. So I texted him that night a couple of times and I never heard a word back. And honestly, I just don't really get it. Like I don't understand. It was a great date. I swear it was a great date. I know that sometimes it can sound... (laughs) Like, maybe it wasn't, but it was, I swear. And I really do want to see him again. So, please help me. Yeah. Did you? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he was obviously sincere when he said, yes, me too. Mm -hmm. It's all in the tone, right? For sure. You know, sometimes we, uh, I mean, it's different because you were in person, but you know how things get lost in textation. I don't know. Sometimes things get lost in tone. You know how, let's say you got two people in a room together. They're arguing about something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you kind of see the point that each person is trying to make, but they're not understanding each other because it's as if they speak two different languages. For sure. Even though they might be saying the same thing. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And some, well, and, you know, some people can only see things from a first person perspective. Like, they can only see a situation the way that they see it, and they completely are incapable of seeing it from anybody else's perspective. Yes. That is, like, 60% of the population. I just saw a study about this. 60%? of the population Jeez. can see only from a first-person perspective. It's so interesting, because me and my brother, growing up, I think I got all the empathy, and he got none. Yeah. Like, being able to see things through other 
perspectives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty eye opening. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Now, I, I realize that this conversation is a huge expansion on, yes, me too. <laughs> but I was just trying to get a sense of his level of sincerity because I'm sure you rewound that in your brain more than once. And since you connected so well throughout the rest of the date, if you felt the tone matched. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to me, it did feel genuine. Like I said, it was a great date. Good. I thought it was a great date. You know, he was flirting with me, so it felt genuine. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now that we got our personal baggage out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll take a break. And when we come back, we will call Hunter. And try to get you a boyfriend, Audrey. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Will you settle for a second date? Can we start with that first, if all goes well? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Second date update continues the story of Hunter and Audrey. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Audrey and Hunter met on Hinge where they enjoyed a two-hour lunch together that was so good. There were no awkward silences or pauses, which even amongst friends, that can be difficult. I mean, people ran out of things to say, but not Audrey and Hunter. They talked about work, friends, family, the fun they like to have, vacations they've been on, discovered they had so much in common. The fact Audrey finds him physically attractive doesn't hurt. In fact, Audrey said more than a second date, she wants a boyfriend out of this, which is a tall order. So the pressure is on. I'm a little nervous, though, like, since she wants a boyfriend, I'm wondering, did she come off, like, super strong? And that's why he's kind of like, You could feel the desperation. I'm just kind of going out for coffee or what, you know, whatever. Back off. Because I was commitment phobia too, right. you know? Well, we're about to find out. Let's call him up. Hello? Hi, can we speak to Hunter, please? Uh, this is him. Hunter, Hi. it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Wow. How are you, man? You ever get to listen? <laughs> yeah, a few times. A few times? Cool. <laughs> yeah. We'll take it. We're glad you answered the phone because we wanted to talk to you about a girl. What about a girl? Her name is Audrey, and I guess you had a lunch date recently, and she was very struck by how much you two have in common and how much fun you guys had. In fact, she felt very much at ease with you and was remarking about how there didn't seem to be any of that weird awkwardness that sometimes takes place between two people who have just met. And we just wanted to meet you, man. Talk to you and kind of get a sense from you as to uh, what your thoughts were of the date. Oh, okay. So, like, this is a second day update, right? Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. Well, we can start with a second date and see where it leads. Yeah. If you're open. Well, sorry to burst that bubble, but that was the weirdest date I ever had. Really? What happened? Yeah. So she kept dropping quotes from friends. I wasn't really sure what she was doing at first. Quotes from really friends? The sitcom? Yeah. Yeah, the sitcom. So I didn't even know that. I, I, I've never watched the show. So 
like at one point she yells like pivot and I look at her kind of funny <laughs> and, and she like tells me the backstory and I'm like, okay, you know, I've I never watched so it was kind of like the references just kept falling flat on me. But then she like did it again. She did something about FICA taking all her money. Oh, FICA. Oh, FICA. Who is FICA and why are they getting all my money? Yeah, yeah. Rachel said that. Yeah, that's a Rachel line. I don't even know who Rachel is. Jennifer Aniston. Well, that was the character played by Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. So <laughs> she, <laughs> she explained that and then she explained uh, we were on a break. And that's one of the classics. Something, something about like Smelly Cat. I Did she sing was. Smelly Cat? Because that would be amazing. Smelly Cat. Why are you what singing this in What are they feeding you? <laughs> yeah. It's not your fault. Pivot! 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 Okay, I, I don't think it's going to pivot anymore. You think? <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Don't keep playing that. He might hang up. <laughs> like, how many references? I mean, was she spout over a two hour date? Did she spout out three or four references? Or was this something that was became a, no, an overall was, theme for the night? Uh, this was like constant. Like, uh, she dropped a bunch. And she would just like tell me, just like, you know, I had to watch it. It's like the best show ever. And it was just really weird for me. Like, overall, I don't really watch that much TV. And I'm sure I'm not going to, like, binge watch a, like, 30-year-old show. I don't know, dude. It's pretty funny. You might actually enjoy it. You should watch a couple episodes. You should watch it. <laughs> we are totally what is it even on? Is it on, the, is it on Disney? Is it on HBO? No, Where it's is on it? Peacock. So is remember, it on Peacock? It, it, yeah, I think okay. it's on the Peacock Network because it left Netflix. They tried to pay to keep it. But if you have just regular Alta Fiber cable, they run marathons on TBS almost every day of every week, including mm. the weekends. Like oh, wow. it is so always you can catch on. It. Or watch it on demand. I go. will say though, I understand slightly where he's coming from on this because I never watched The Office and Jeff and Tim will often quote The Office. That's what she said. And I'm like, oh huh. But I don't really know who hey. Michael Strahan is or yeah. whoever. Michael or Scott. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> you know guy. what I'm trying to say here. We know. But you know what? They feel the same way about us dropping Christmas stories. Yeah, like Jeff all the time. gets so freaking annoyed when Jen and I are going, no, I don't. You used all the glue yeah. on purpose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not the finger. <laughs> and Jen and I are cracking up, but it's not funny for everybody. So if you don't get it, you don't get it. This is a, if you know, you know, such, you know. Sons of bitches. Bumpa says. All right. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Audrey. I mean, it doesn't sound like you have enough in common, despite everything else. I mean, friends is pretty pivotal. (laughs) I mean, did you call me weird? (laughs) It it was weird for me. No, I'm not weird. Like, Hello, Jeff and Jen were just quoting it. All my friends watch Friends, and they love it. They quote the show all the time. They think it's hilarious. You're just out of touch. I mean, could you two be any further apart? (laughs) (laughs) You totally get it and love it, like, honestly. Uh. (laughs) I mean, just, like, why were you doing all the Friends quoting, though? Is it just one of your favorite shows, or were you doing that to kind of break the ice? Yeah, like, is this something you do all the time, or did it come up? I mean, like, like my my friends and I do it all the time, so I guess it's just ingrained in me. And, I mean, you guys were quoting it, too. It's a cultural phenomenon. How do you not know Friends? 
You know, and it's funny. It's like, is that something that will go away? I would, you know, my initial reaction would be like, yeah, I mean, you know, a year or two from now, you might have moved on to something else. But I don't know. I mean, quoting Christmas story for For, (laughs) a decade. The whole life. Our whole life. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Still funny. Hilarious. He looks like a deranged Easter bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fudge. This is going too far. (laughs) Oh, fudge. So no second date here? Yeah. I mean, honest to God, this yeah. is the only... Really? No, it just was really awkward and weird for me. It's just odd. Like, I, I don't really get TV shows like that, and I'm not really going to watch it, and I don't really want to deal with this ever. <laughs> I feel like no matter what happened, I'll, I'll constantly be told to watch Friends. I think I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, to each their own, right? Yeah. yeah. Audrey? Looks like you and Hunter are on a break. A permanent break. (laughs) Could I be more sad? (laughs) (laughs) No boyfriend. No boyfriend. I'm sorry. Sorry. Do you want a boyfriend who doesn't watch Friends? I mean, come on. That's true. Thank you. Appreciate you putting yourself out there. Hey, we appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, take it easy. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a classic second date update we uh, did back in May. Obviously, before the passing of Matthew Perry. And, uh, yeah, I just thought it was, I don't know, somewhat appropriate. Timely. Sort of a, yeah, timely, I guess is a good word for it. Yeah. The uh, Friends cast released a joint statement yesterday. And they yeah. took their time working on it. They did. And, and this is what they said. They said, we are all so utterly devastated by the loss of Matthew. We were more than just castmates. We were our family. There is so much to say, but right now we're going to take a moment to grieve and process this unfathomable loss. In time, we will say more, and when, as and when we are able. For now, our thoughts and our love are with Maddie's family, his friends, and everyone who loved him around the world. And then, of course, it was signed by Jennifer, Courtney, Lisa, Matt, and David. Now, David Schwimmer was spotted in Manhattan yesterday, but he was trying to hide his identity with a baseball hat and a face mask. Mm. I'm sure none of them want to be, want to speak about it yet right and uh, i guess an autopsy has been completed but an official cause of death is pending results of toxicology and other tests so yeah, yeah. there it is there you have it that's all we know for now uh anyway we can do a second date update for you just send us an email jeff and jen at wkrq.com all right coming up next guys The big reveal. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yep, we're back at it again this year. All dressed up in our costumes. We're cute. Are we cute? Oh, we're adorable. I know it. You're very tall. I'm feeling kind of (laughs) superior today. As well, you should. Are you? Why is that? You're not at the top of the kingdom, though. No? Oh, that's right. That would be. I don't know who would win this fight. I would eat you. Undoubtedly. That's yeah. right. You totally could. 
Yeah, you'd probably take down Tim, too. Yeah, you would. That's right. You would definitely eat me. Right for that hind quarter. (laughs) Well, it's meaty. (laughs) I'm a butt man. (laughs) Well. Are we on the Facebook Live? We are. Oh, we're on the Facebook Live, so you can see us. So those who are watching the Facebook Live already know. They know. But they might be wondering, what exactly is the theme? The theme is a bit of a throwback. Yeah. Go bananas with the Q Zoo. Q102. Get it? Yeah, it's 825, 25 minutes after 8 o'clock, 35 minutes before 9 o'clock here. How's the weather looking today, Jeff? Oh, well, we got 25 degrees out there right now. We're going to warm up to 45 before it's all over, but it's going to get chilly tonight. I know. What's coming up on the showgram today? Well, we got Battle of the Sexes. Nice! Yep, we're going to test our wits. Oh, I can't wait for that. It's going to be a great show, a great show, everybody. Don't turn that dial. Miss a minute, you miss a lot. Yep. We are commercial free with another 12 songs in a row on the zoo. Music marathons. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Are you supposed to do those on this day in 1910? We'll have celebrity birthdays a little bit later on. Uh, Jeff is dressed up, if you're listening, like a giraffe. Uh, Which Jen I'm is having a... so much trouble taking him seriously because he has this gigantic head on. And he's holding his headphones like he's a club DJ. I, I can't right? hear anything. Like and this spinning. is funny, yeah. not funny, but he was just doing this very sentimental moment about uh, Matthew Perry passing away. And I couldn't even look at him because he had this giant head on. Yeah. Uh, Jen is dressed like uh, a polar bear. You look like you just need a Coca-Cola. She looks so cute. Fritch is a tiger. Mm-hmm. You almost look like Tony the Tiger. I am Tony the Tiger. And I'm I a, am great. I'm a zebra. Yeah. I mean, we really are representing the Cincinnati Zoo yes. this morning as Cincinnati well. Absolutely. Zoo, just the Q, Q Morning, morning zoo. zoo. The old Q Morning Zoo. The Q Morning Zoo. Q102. Hey, what time is it? It's 27 minutes after 8 o'clock, 827. It's 33 minutes before 9 o'clock. That's right. You're at the big Q. <laughs> on uh, Halloween, I don't even know where to go. I like I. They just. I, I think they just talk to hear themselves oh, talk. You know, all Tim, due respect. Tim, I mean, Tim does it really well too. Tim's a good. I got to get in the. Yeah. Are, are you, what time is it again? Uh, it's eight twenty-seven on your ticky tacky. It's uh, good old Timbo, your disc jockey on the killer queue. And you got to ring the bell. They had bells and whistles and all kinds. Hey, of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Get those digits working. 749-2320. <laughs> it's another 12 songs in a row by request. <laughs> the Q Zoo gets you up every morning on Q102. Oh. Happy Halloween, everybody. And coming up next, trick or treat. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.